quite a quite a text chain going on there. Really? Because let's say um, <laughs> I'm outside. Yeah. You up? A picture of Ab- Adam Divine. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna sit in my car because I think it's kind of creepy me hanging about on your an empty street. Yeah, it definitely was. It's quiet, too quiet. If you don't count the cars, I can hear in the distance. Actually, it's kind of normal noise level for the this time on a Sunday morning. A guy just walked past. It's okay though. We didn't interact in any way. He had a blue, be- he had a blue beanie on. I was in uh, the car. I was safe. You're either showering or fast asleep or dead. Don't be that last one. That would suck. I'm Richard. I'm Gareth, and we are here for. A, we've been given a pilot, and that pilot is to review pilots, isn't it? Yes. Great. It's like Mystery Science Theater three thousand. <laughs> is it? Yes, but a lot more. And that one of them is a pilot. In this one, yeah, one is a pilot. Yeah. Yeah. TC is a pilot. Yeah. Oh, okay, I was still thinking of Mystery Science Theater. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, Magnum spoilers. Oh, yeah. Not that it's a spoiler, because you can read it in the uh, notes of the podcast. But yeah, we're looking at the uh, pilot episode of uh, Magnum P.I. from, uh, I believe, December 1980. Uh, Well, I've got 27th February 1981. Mm, I think that's the UK again. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. I know. You can't win. No. But um, I did wonder why everything said 1980 and yet everything I had was 1981. I was like, maybe that's just when they filmed it. Here's a crazy thing. Yeah. The pilot that we saw... TC. ...was cut into two episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Both have an amazingly good theme tune. I watched some of episode three. Yeah. Doesn't have the theme tune. But that is the theme tune to Magnum. Not in episode three, season one, nor episode four, nor episode five, nor episode six of season one. It seemed to be the theme tune to the pilot of Magnum. But that's the only one I remember. Yeah, because I assume someone went, that theme tune was fucking amazing, oh, what so are you doing? Yeah. Or, because obviously it used to be one episode and now it's two, they went back later when they had the good theme tune. Yeah. And plugged, plugged it in it at in. the beginning. Yeah. Saying that, I can't think of any footage in the pilot, uh, in the intro, on the pilot that isn't really in the episode. There's the one, um, the helicopter at ground level coming up, sort of through trees and just sort of scrapes ground. It's a very good maneuver. But um, oh, and the bit where he makes love to Higgins. But other than those two, yeah. Well, the dogs watch. That's not as uh, that's not as funny in uh, New Magnum. <laughs> what does he actually have? Oh, but Higgins is a. As a woman girl. Well, yeah, and he's a, and they're both heterosexual, so it wouldn't be Ugh. funny. Whereas Higgins in this Typical. is just a strange man in a even stranger jacket. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, his jacket is truly odd. I wrote so many notes about this jacket, and <laughs> yeah. now we're not watching it. I can't oh. point it out to you. But it's, that's just I suppose he's, I can find it on my phone. That's a uniform. He always wears that, except for that one time he wore a Tai Chi thing. I can't remember when that is, but it's in the it's opening ep- title. It's episode three. <laughs> well, I, see, I, didn't, I didn't watch anymore. When a kung fu boy comes after Magnum. A kung fu boy? Yeah. I don't know. They do that thing where they go... How does he survive that? You know when they ruin episodes of Columbo by going, tonight on Columbo, and yeah. then they show you everything that's going to happen. Yeah. They used to do that with Magnum. Mm-hmm. There's another reason why I gave up on episode three. Right. And four and five and six. Instead of watching the episodes, I just watch the Tonight on Magnum yeah. and then the opening credits. <laughs> That's all we need. <clears throat> anyway. So, yeah, we're going to... We're changing format. I mean, it's not even a format, is it? No. We're changing excuses to talk to each other. Yeah. And instead of having to go watch 120, <laughs> maybe 180 episodes of a TV show, we're going to watch one. Yeah. And sometimes that TV show... Will not have a second episode. <laughs> yeah, Let's see how it goes. Indeed, we all know already know what we're doing next week. Do we? Yes, we talked about it. I, I can give it away now. The first episode of Parks and Rec. Oh, did we talk? I know we talked about possibly doing Parks and Rec. I didn't realize we were okay. I've already watched it. Oh, I've watched it in well tons of times. I've just not taken notes. I have. I just finished my uh, rewatch of all of Parks and Rec again. What, just the other week, so... 
Yeah. Are, are you in agreement with most people that it doesn't get good to about halfway through season two? Oh, yeah, yeah. very much. But I persevere. Yep. Just to sort of cover the basic gist yeah. of Magnum, which is that Magnum P.I. is an American crime drama television series starring Tom Selleck as Thomas Magnum, uh, the fourth I read somewhere, which does make him a lot fancier for right. a man who only seems to wear shorts. Um, a private investigator, brackets, P.I., close brackets, living in Oahu. Yeah. I don't know. Oahu. I'm not good with Hawaii places. Uh, the series ran from 1980 to 1988 during its first run uh, broadcast on American television network CBS. According to the Nielsen ratings, Magnum P.I. consistently ranked in the top 20 U.S. television programs during the first five years of its original run. <gasps> there you go. Success. You know the thing that got me most about watching this? Yeah. Is that the woman in it keeps calling Magnum Tom. And I kept thinking she was a bad actor. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> the first time they call him Tom, and I'm just like, what was that? Is, is that his first name? Because I, I knew Magnum <laughs> yeah. was his surname. I was just like, of all the times I watched this as a kid, I don't think I ever caught the fact that he was Thomas Magnum. No. Yeah. Do you know, in, uh, if in a new uh, Magnum, he was called Jameis? <laughs> James. <laughs> so people could call him Jay, as is his, his name. Oh. I would be quite happy with that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jameis Magnum, the fourth. <laughs> you the fifth. Oh, no. well, that's not how, that's I don't not think how that works. No. I don't think that's a, it's a continuation. No. No. <laughs> no, yeah, it's definitely not how that works either. So, yeah. Ignore me. True. Plus, I'm pretty sure uh, Magnum the Fourth had a daughter. He didn't have a son. No. Oh, by the end of it, Thomasina. Um, anything else here? Oh, I suppose we should probably say the basic setup, right? For uh, the episode. For for an episode. Well, so, what I was going to say? For, well, I can. Um, I've written a little bit about their creators of Magnum. Have before a shot. we get onto the actual episode itself. Yeah. Um, this actually went. These two episodes that make the pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was written and directed by Donald P. Belisario. Oh, I think he did Quantum Leap. Yeah, I was about to say, he's very famous for doing Quantum Leap. Also created Airwolf, JAG, and NCIS. Well, this is the crazy thing, isn't it? Because yeah. new uh, Magnum yeah. is officially in the world of yeah. JAG. All three NCIS, because that's how long it went. Right. Hawaii Five-0. Well, I was going to say, because there was one reference to Hawaii Five-0 in this as well. Yes, so. and New MacGyver. Oh, no, there was New MacGyver. I was going to ask if you knew, no. but I forgot that part. Um, but also, this is also, the co-creator is Glenn A. Larson, mm-hmm. who, crea- um, who created Quincy, Battlestar Galactica, BJ and the Bear, Alias Smith and Jones, Manimal, The Fall Guy, and Buck fucking Rogers. <laughs> One thing, yeah, we need to find the pilot of Manimal. <laughs> you fucking really do. <laughs> As I was reading all this, I was like, all of these things. Well, maybe not Alias Smith and Jones or BJ and Bear. I'm not really going to shit about that, but everything else. Alias Smith and Jones wasn't that on at like ten twenty five on BBC One. I never saw. That. I knew of it, but I never saw it. For some reason, I seem to remember on a bookshelf somewhere so with a novelization of some. Episodes of Alias Smith and Jones somebody must have bought at some point and stuck in a bookshelf. I mean, that's, that's the worst, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> well, um, yeah. Well, that's about the creators, anyway. Um, oh, no, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. I said that it was uh, written and directed by Donald P. Belisario, but it also says it's directed by Roger Young, these two episodes, so that's... You keep going. I'm just going to... Oh, um, yeah, so these episodes are actually directed by Roger Young then. Mm-hmm. Um, he was twenty eight years old at the time. Oh, I took I did a lot of, I did a lot of writing down the, the ages of people in this. Well because, so would I because yeah. Tom Selleck in this is thirty five. Yeah. And I couldn't decide whether I felt good about myself or terrible oh, about to, myself. There's, even, there's a line that we'll get to later on in this uh, in these episodes which made me feel even worse about myself and Yeah. Um but yeah, these two are the only ones directed by Roger Young. Um, he'd previously directed three episodes of Knots Landing and then this. So That's a jump, isn't yeah. it? Um, he won a primetime Emmy for his uh, directorial work on a series called Lou Grant, 
which uh, Lou Grant was um, Ed Asner played Lou, who was a former TV manager turned newspaper city editor. So hold on, Lou Grant. So is that a spin-off of Mary Tyler Moore? Yeah, I believe there's something about because he's I in that, see, yeah. and obviously she works for a TV station. Oh yes, then because I'm sure. Yeah, I did see something about mentioning Mary Tyler Moore somewhere in the. Yeah, well, but I thought I'm not reading the rest of that because it's not important. Huh. But there you go. So that's a little bit of backgroundy stuff. I've already written a note. We have to watch the pilot of Dick Van Dyke, if only just to talk about our watching of Dick Van Dyke. I, I think I was on. Remember, you sent me a like a YouTube playlist. Um, yeah, that's why I saw it. Yeah, that's why I saw that one. And also, I got confused with that one. Yeah. Because Dick Van Dyke isn't in any of the images. Carl yeah. Reiner is. Yeah. But you never saw Carl Reiner and Dick Van Dyke. So I'm like, <laughs> was this show never on, like, not even on Netflix? I'll tell you, here's another thing I thought of for <clears throat> future pilots. Uh-huh. Um, happy Days. Oh. Because is the brother who then went upstairs never came back? Because he, he must be in the pilot. He must be in the pilot. Isn't that the one where uh, Fonz doesn't wear a leather jacket? He's just got a bomber on. Yeah, and he's like going to beat everyone up. And yeah, he's, he's just like in, on the waterfront. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the days. I have to find that. Out. Anyway, uh, back, back, back to Mangum. Being free, or oh, happy days. <laughs> Take the theme tune to Magnum, replace it with the theme tune to Happy Days. Does it still work in my down. head? Yes. But slow it down. <clears throat> oh, the edits, of course. Oh. Yeah. Make them work the same length. <laughs> um, um. So yeah, do we? Do you have a synopsis of? Oh, not of. Well, I do have the episode, but I was just going to sort of hit the base points of what an episode, oh. according to Wikipedia, is. I don't know if this will work in the future because obviously, I mean, I haven't ever actually watched an episode of Magnum. Though I feel like oh, I, yeah. I sort of hung out while my mum watched Magnum and I wasn't paying attention. I definitely watched a lot of Magnum. I, it was definitely like a, it was a, like a supper time type. Show. Oh yeah, it was one of those. Yeah, but we didn't watch it. No. Yeah. And by the time it ended, I was only nine. So maybe what, four years of paying attention to it? Maybe five. Oh. I don't remember teachers at school. I'm not going to remember Magnum. <laughs> no. Anyway, so Thomas Magnum the Fourth, PI, like I say, played yep. by uh, Tom Selleck. Yeah. And he resides in a guest house of a 200-acre beachfront estate called Robin's Nest. Yeah. Why? I mean, whatever. I mean. In, he's in Hawaii yeah. at the invitation of its owner, Robin Masters, occasionally voiced by Orson Welles. Does he actually get a voice? Because I thought there was a the whole thing about it's just actually Higgins or something. He is... No, no, that was a, that was uh, what Magnum believes. But uh, Orson Welles did the voice four times uh, and one actor played him, like, for real. Yeah, there you go. So... um. So Robin Masters basically is Castle, right? Just more successful. Yeah. That's a terrible... He's also fictional. Someone who isn't fictional. He's... He's male Agatha Christie. He's in Hawaii. He's... Yeah. He's... He's... Ian Fleming. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, it doesn't matter, but... There's talk that he was saved by Magnum in Vietnam, right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so it's weird though right because what this means is Magnum gets to use all the expensive stuff that normal people can't afford but he can be an everyman yeah I mean someone really thought about this hard to the point that it almost doesn't work because you go I'm just going to live like above your garage like Fonzie yeah (laughs) even though the house is empty (laughs) yeah oh but Higgins could set those dogs on him but then he's pals with the dogs when he's got women. The, uh, Are the dogs in every episode? They Pretty can't much. be, right? They're in the um, the opening titles, so they're can they're main characters. I mean, they don't have they don't have names. Zeus so. and Apollo. No, I mean they don't have like, you know Zeus, and then they're you know Margaret that, Thatcher. It's not, it's not <laughs> Lassie. They're not. Gonna, yeah. Oh, there's um. No. Yeah, because I find that when you I was reading this Wikipedia page, he's he's too much a man of leisure. It's like, yeah, he's a private investigator, but only when he wants to be. He doesn't need money. It's Hawaii. It's fine. It's terrible. Isn't it? 
Um, I mean, he spends his spare time having um, PTSD flashbacks in Nam, I think, possibly, considering mm. how often they come up in this episode. I don't remember that coming up in any others. Hmm? Oh, the, the Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, season two, oh. episode five. And I know this because it is the first episode rated over uh, eight. And it is an hour and a half long as well. Ooh. And it's another Vietnam episode. Oh, well. And probably the one where uh, Magnum dies. Spoilers. <laughs> Does he? What? The last episode of season seven, Magnum dies. Oh, right? I didn't know that. Yeah. But then... It got renewed for season eight. So he was just having a lucid dream in a hospital bed. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Oh, I wasn't sent elsewhere, was it? <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, fuck. Um, oh, so yeah, he's living this luxurious lifestyle, right? Yeah. But uh, as Wikipedia puts it, the only thorn in his side uh, is uh, Jonathan... Kale Higgins the third. Why have they all got thirds? <laughs> it was the eighties. Everyone was a uh, an ex-British <laughs> Army Sergeant Major. He is on the surface a stern by the book. I can't read things. I'm about to delete all my notes accidentally. Doodly 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 do. By the book, caretaker of Robin's Nest. Note: terrible name for a place. Also a reference to the 70s TV series, Robin's Nest. Will we watch the pilot to that? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never rule it out. My sister at one point, when I mentioned we had an idea for this, went, how many pilots could there be? And I literally had to answer, millions. millions. <laughs> I just thought we need to find Never the Twain. <laughs> I don't know why that popped in my head right now. Are we allowed to just watch the first episode of a show? That counts, yeah. It's I don't think it's a pilot. Yeah. It might be. For our purposes. Well, like, the first episode of Buffy isn't the pilot, right? Because mm. the first episode of Buffy, the pilot of Buffy, doesn't have Alison Hannigan as Willow. Mm. As a different Willow. <laughs> that poor woman who played Willow in the pilot, they went, the only thing that doesn't work, you, that woman. Yeah. <laughs> Get her the fuck out of here. Bring in a, a tiny redhead in a hessian sack. <laughs> for that yeah. is what she wore for the first year. <laughs> like a weasel in a bag. <laughs> oh. Apologies, Alison Hannigan, you're lovely. Um, <laughs> I mean, in the notes, yeah. right, it does say that he only walks around with his dogs, but I just think it's weird. My dad's, yeah. Oh, and he raw feeds him as well. He's constantly cutting up steak. Yeah, right. That's. that's that's so a lot of work. They do in this pilot setup that Magnum has free use of the Ferrari and the guest house, which is a very nice offer, really. I yeah. mean, I can't drive. Could you imagine? Well, going... but he only got free use of the Ferrari because it's if he managed to steal it, which he did. Well, uh, no, um, he, he did and he didn't, right? Which is why we'll get there. Yeah. But, um, do, 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 do. But yeah, I mean, it seems to be most of the banter between Higgins and him is just bargaining for, like, expensive cameras and tennis courts. Yeah. And then his mates, TC and Rick. Rick's not his real name. And I don't think his hair is his either. No. Because <laughs> Orville something. Jeebus Krebus. I'm pretty sure the guy who plays Rick is uh, Ralph Garman, time-travelled to 1980, because he looks a thousand years old. Yeah. Oof. In fact, if I remade Magnum today, I can't, it's already on TV, <laughs> I would cast Ralph Garman as Rick and play him like from a wheelchair <laughs> at all times. Oh. Let's cut this bit short. Basically, yeah. TC flies a helicopter both in Nam and in real life, yeah. and Rick just is like, what? He's like he's like the, the huggy club, bear so, of sorts. Yeah. You know, it's... Because he runs a club, he knows everything about cocaine, apparently. Yeah, which just comes in handy. I, I, I used to run a club. Don't know anything about that. No. Um, <sighs> yeah. do I keep reading Magnum as Mangum because I yeah. really like... Because uh, yeah. I really like... Jizz? What? what? Mangum. Oh, weird. <laughs> no, uh, Jeff Mangum from Neutral Milk Hotel. Oh. oh, that is a name. Yeah. 
So yeah, uh, basically it says that every week Magnum has to dupe or bribe TC and Rick into helping him. That must be hard after 180 episodes. <laughs> TC doesn't seem to be, be bribed or anything. He just seems to go, yeah, cool. He seems to be along for the ride more. I I don't think yeah. he takes much. He might come across, oh, do I have to? And can Tom will just go, yeah, go, yeah okay, fine. But Rick seems to be a douche. <laughs> he does. And like I say, his hair's too big. I think yeah. his hair is actually over the top of one of those Vietnam like helicopter pilot helmets. <laughs> well, um, also, just skipping ahead a little bit. Mm-hmm. At one point, we see them in a helicopter, and Rick is firing off a gun, yeah. like he's never held a gun before in his life. Just <laughs> random bursts of to go. Oh, nobody said I'd have to fire guns in this but show. Given the dues, when that helicopter takes off, it is them. Yeah. I will give him a bonus point. For, later on, for towards the end, once he's got a smaller gun in his hand, he seems a lot more comfortable with that. It just seems to be the assault rifle. He is shitting himself as he fires it. Yes, keep talking. Oh yeah, I'm talking. Is everything working? Yeah, you just seem a little quiet. Oh, maybe I've just moved off a mic a little bit. I'll move across. Um. So yeah, so um, I got these on my Xbox, mm-hmm. um, and then instantly regretted it because the interface for watching things on the Xbox. It's shitty, and I kept stopping the episode by hitting the wrong button when I was just trying to pause something. So I rewatched the intro to Magnum about seven times. <laughs> yeah, and um, well, I was just trying to pause it at certain points, take notes, but then I would hit B instead of A, and, and it would put me right out. And when I tried to resume it, it would play it back very slowly with no sound. So I had to come out and restart the whole thing. It was a very frustrating. And then uh, when you were. Uh, when you press Y, you uh, threw someone out of a car and got in. Yeah. Oh, five stars. And, uh, <laughs> oh, in Hawaii. Indeed. Um, oh, yeah. Wikipedia yeah. has uh, specific characteristics to Magnum. <laughs> really? I was very confused. If you can help with any of them, it's good. Yeah. Um, not strictly true. Here we go. Thick moustache. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Baseball cap. Usually he, Detroit Tigers or VMO2 cap. Didn't wear a baseball cap in these episodes, I don't think. Not I can think of. That's false. So it's 1-1. One, one. Here's one. A rubber chicken. That appears in the <laughs> intro. But that, you can't say that appears in every episode because it's just the intro thing. It would be like going, there's a cartoon Batmobile in no, no, every no. Batman. This is thing. characteristics of Mag- Magnum, including rubber chicken. He's not the one holding up the rubber chicken, I don't think. Rubber chicken. And a variety of colourful Aloha shirts. What's Hawaii? Of course he's going to wear Hawaiian shirts. Technically, any shirt when you're in Hawaii, if you buy it there, is a Hawaiian shirt. doesn't matter if it's a plain white t-shirt or something. Technically, it's Hawaiian because it was bought and made in Hawaii. Mm. Here's something. Yeah. Is there usually voiceover in Magnum? I didn't remember that, but I think in this one, just setting everything up, mm. it was necessary. And definitely was necessary in this one. Uh, definitely in the intro, because yeah. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> I had a smile on my face so big, but uh-huh. I was very confused. Yeah. Why do they do the weird reverby thing over it? Do they? When it when he when he's talking in narration, it sounds like he's talking on a cloud or something. They put sound oh, effects. Like, I think it's more because it's supposed to be like in his head, so I think so. It's yeah, but like you don't get that in film noirs, right? When Deckard in Blade Runner and the shitty one <laughs> does the voiceover, it's just Harrison Ford doing a voiceover. Yeah. I mean, we can t- tell his lips aren't moving. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's TV audiences. You've got. We to- don't think he's Lovejoy. <laughs> the Lovejoy is in Episode Four. Is he? Yeah. He's, he gets a vote. Before Lovejoy, he was in America doing terrible TV shows. Still, mean, was he still an antiques dealer? Uh, I don't think so. And also, that isn't spoilers for this. I think season one looks like it's going to be bad. Yeah. But this pilot is not. No. <laughs> no. So anyway, in a pilot episode, Magnum accidentally uncovers a drug operation in the islands when picking up an old Navy friend of his at the airport and helps his friend's sister uncover the truth about a conspiracy involving the NIA and South Asian drug dealers. Jesus. Did that happen? Uh, (laughs) 
Magnum makes a casual reference to predecessor series Hawaii Five-O. I don't know why they had to mention that, but yeah. hey. Um, after his pursuers drive over a cliffside, they're missing a vital point out. The person who dies in that car crash, <laughs> the only characteristic they give him is he can't eat ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is both cute and adorable. I even forgot that. I just in my head re- just refer reference him as blue shirt. <laughs> so I forgot the ice cream part. The the guy he's with who makes it to the end literally wipes ice cream off this other human's face. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder if remember in the police academy um, Miami Beach, one of the bad guys in that can't eat ice cream either. Wonder if that's a reference. Is that the guy from uh, Phantom of the Paradise? I believe the character is called Moose. Yes, could be. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, um, I love how recognisable that man is because he's, he's only in two films. Kind of got the same hair as Rick. Yes, he's only really in two or three films. That guy. Yeah. Because uh, his job, and I'm sure he's well paid for it, is that he um, does the background <laughs> chatter in movies. He's a team that go. In restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> me, his only job is expressing the anal glands of Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> oh, well, it's good money if you can get it. How have you met him? He's not even in that police academy. <laughs> oh, neither he is. Uh, they bring he, in that other guy who always plays like lawyers. Oh, yeah. Eric Lassard. But I don't know what his real name is. I can't think what he was in recently, but I saw him in a serious drama mm. as a lawyer. Yeah. But in the same week, I saw him play a lawyer in a sitcom. And I think I saw the sitcom first. So by the time we got to the serious drama, you're like, come on! Go on. You've ruined this for me. This is barely hilarious. What's going on? (laughs) Oh. Um, Yeah. I've I've written random questions like, what carries over to the series? No idea. (laughs) What would I guess? (laughs) The Ferrari. That carries over. Definitely. Magnum. The people I just mentioned. Yeah. The helicopter, because they spent good money on colouring that helicopter. Yes. That. I mean, that helicopter is a proto A team van, if ever there was one. As soon as the opening thing starts, the music kicks in, and you see that helicopter, I had fucking chills. I was like, this is. I didn't. I had a goofy smile, and that goofy smile really didn't go away. Yeah. Though, hold on. <laughs> Despite the man's not, death. We're not watching the episodes, right? But I wrote no. bullet points of sort of scenes. Well, I've also, I've got a very, I've got a rundown of the opening. Oh yeah, you want to do the, and that's the first thing right. that happens. So on now, you go. Bear in mind, I watched this before remembering who exactly Higgins was. Mm-hmm. So this is just as I wrote. So it's like, right, helicopter. Yeah. Music. No fucking about. Straight away, loading a gun. Sneaking about in camo in the jungle. Navy uniform. Basketball, loves a canoe, <laughs> loves that ass. Talk fast and furious, everything they know about peeling out. That's a butler? Basically, Hawaiian Batman has a black friend. Um, not everyone with a cheeky neck. No, not everyone can get away with a cheeky neckerchief. He can. It is. Also, has a white friend. Likes guns. Loves jumping through windows. Has hair that's definitely super 80s. <laughs> Fuck, that's good helicoptering. It's a bit when he's scared of the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, white dude loves having his shirt off because... <laughs> Other than the first scene, he's always got a shirt off. Cheeky face. Freeze frame. Maybe. Not movie. Nice. TV. Yeah. So there you go. That was my first impression of Magnum. I've not watched it for 30 uh, years. After we finish this, yeah. I'm going to show you the credit sequence to episode three. And you're going to cry because it's off. Because it's shit. It is not the I same. I never even wrote down the rubber chicken. <laughs> That's how much stuff was going on in that one. Yeah. I missed out the rubber chicken. That I'm sure it's Higgins' old name. Episode up. three onwards, the credit at the end of the uh, credits, uh, Magnum turns to the camera and does a double eyebrow raise before driving off in his car. <laughs> They're like, boing, boing, one, two. Oh. No. <laughs> Not just both eyebrows, but twice. What's up, Doc? Exactly. He yeah. might as well have a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> Ugh. What if Groucho Marx? What if you want to fuck Groucho Marx? <laughs> with, Magnum with PI. Disney's technology they've got now, they can recreate Magnum, but with Groucho Marx's Magnum. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. You know, oh, bad guy shooting at him and he's just can call them uh, things. So the people out there who keep making deep fakes of like Tom Holland yeah. with uh, like 
Toby Maguire's face. Yeah. Um, Groucho Marx, please. <laughs> Groucho Marx's vulture. Did you, ever, did you see that? Um, it was a clip of... Oh, what's the dude's name? Oh, this is not going to help because I can't remember the guy's name. He was... Uh, how the fuck was he? Can't remember. He's, he's on like Fallon, but he then does an impression of Tom Cruise. Then he does an impression of Seth Rogen. But they use that technology to change his face into those people. Okay. And yet you're watching it, and you know they've changed his face, but you're kind of also believing it's just the guy. And just when he's doing the impression, he just weirdly looks like him. It's fucked up. Is that like a Ross Marquand or someone like that? I don't think I ever see him. But I can't think of what else he's been in. I don't know. Ross Marquand is just. Um... He used to be in The Walking Dead, and he did a lot of impressions. Mm. And they ended up hiring him to play Red Skull in Endgame, because obviously, because mm. uh, yeah. uh, Hugo Weaving didn't want to come back. And they were yeah. like, can you do an impersonation of Werner Herzog? <laughs> yes. Yeah. On you go. You're hired. <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> so. Anyway, so yeah. Um. Yeah, as I say, I'll go through the plot. I wrote 25 beats down between the two episodes right they're all very short if you have anything to say about any of these obviously just jump in okay um but basically it starts with magnum breaking into robin's nest brackets twist he lives there yeah because i was was just like what the fuck's going on i thought that was just his house for some reason i forgot that because it was the pilot i thought does he break in and get caught and somehow get a lovable relationship going (laughs) <laughs> but, it's just, but that's so. Uh, yeah. So his deal is he can live there for free if he just tests the security occasionally. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I think the deal is with Robin <laughs> Masters. Yeah. He can live there because he did him a favor. But from Higgins' point of view, yeah, you can stay here, but you got to do shit for me. Yeah. Ugh. But um. Oh yes. So yeah. uh. That break-in scene is like eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's a remarkably slow show. Because I say I've got 25 bits of business, but it's pretty short, some of yeah. this. So he's late picking up a friend from the airport because he had to break in to steal a Ferrari. Yeah. Um, and then Higgins did that thing of the code he needed for the Ferrari. Yeah. It was just the phone number. <laughs> um Spoilers for if you're ever breaking into my phone, it's just my parents' phone number. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm Higgins in this situation. Oh, shit. No one wants to be Higgins. <laughs> By uh, Higgins? No, it's better than being Rick. Um, Definitely. So, yeah, Magnum's late picking up his friend, yeah. who was killed. Tough break. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the thing. The guy who kills him mm-hmm. as well um, picks him up in that car. Yep. My God, but American Navy uniforms are fucking awful. Yes. A weird, weird little sailor boy outfit that he was wearing. It's a funny white hat, isn't it? It's the weird, it's the, the great long, it's not like um, TC's neckerchief in the opening thing, which is like the tightly tied around sort of black silk affair. Yeah, yeah. This is the great long, weird. Yeah, the one that looks that makes you look like you're in the, in the scouts. It's like, oh, it's odd. Um, Cooley, who is like an admiral or something. Yeah. Is a dick about it. Yeah. Because, yeah, because he hates them both. Yeah, but spoilers, he knew this was going to happen yeah. and he knew that he was murdered. So he's really being a dick about it. It's not that he's a dick as much as he's an asshole, actually. Here's a thing about this season. Well. I said, one, we see Dan getting beat up. Well, um, Dan Cook. Yeah, we see Dan get, um, what did he get? He gets punched mm-hmm. and then we then hear and see because going forward as well Cooley as well both the deaths well both good guy no not good guy <laughs> no he's not a good guy Cooley's not a good guy what am I trying to say Dan's death mm-hmm. happens off screen yes then Cooley's death yep happens off screen we just find a body this is a PG show though but we see a guy going off a cliff and dying in the uh, car crash no you see a car go off a cliff and blow up uh, Oh. But um, yeah, but we see him get punched. He's leaning against a fence, and he says, "Can mangum?" And then, then goes, <laughs> then goes to adverts. But at some point, here's the thing I didn't understand. Okay, they're saying cocaine ruptured in his stomach, and then he died. 
But how did it get there? Yeah, we, at no point do we see him getting packets of cocaine forced down his throat. His throat. Threat. It's like 10 ounces or something, they said. I don't know how much an ounce is. I don't even know how much, if that's a lot. It seems like a lot of cocaine. It's double digits. Um, I mean, yeah, no, the, the bit where they're funneling cocaine into his throat is cut out. Yeah. And it happens very quick because Magnum's driving away and he's already dying watching him go. Because he, he goes, Magnum. <laughs> I mean, they're wrong, right? Good. My, I, I my, do dying that too. Wish, my dying wish might be an ice cream on a stick as well. <laughs> and if I ever saw oh. Tom Selleck in real life, I'd probably just say Magnum while leg on the floor. Oh. I only shout Magnum at him because I can't remember his character's name from Three Men and a Baby. Or the one from uh, In and Out. Or the one from Friends. Oh, I've got that one written down. I can tell you that right now because he's a Richard in that one. Um, <laughs> you only remember people who are named after you yes and he was named after <laughs> he you he was named after me um, except that time I changed my name oh I fucking lost it uh, Dr Richard Burke you moan about your surname being a Burke that would be terrible uh, you'd get away with that a bit more point five okay. Magnum does some business with the stairs a beer and a phone Yes. Where he just runs up and downstairs, desperately trying to see half-naked women in a pool. Yes, there's a very strategic water droplet. (laughs) Um, Because they go down to the the tide pool or whatever, and they are topless. Mm -hmm. And at one point they sort of turn around, and there is, I don't know how they digit layers back then or whatever, there is a water droplet on that lens. Because you see other droplets, but there is one strategically placed right over her breast and it is I, so well done I am like whoever I mean I'm guessing the cameraman took his time lining that shot up well maybe it was more like left her back the screaming yeah. at two women in a pool but no nah, the cameraman earned his money that day oh. and um, he got to see boobs so he's like, he had a great day true Oh. But he does that business and look at it uh, and gets to see tits and then yeah. finds out his friend is dead. Also, Bummer. Yeah, but I see that's another thing that ages this as being the eighties because long, extremely long phone cords were a standard of eighties TV, yes. American eighties TV. Roseanne, yes. <laughs> and I feel it's always ex- excessively long cords. Never saw those in this country because we um, stood, we got cordless we, quickly. We stood rigidly next to our phones. Um, as you're supposed to. You're not supposed to move about when you're on the phone. You should stand still and pronounce things properly. <laughs> or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, oh. Oh, but also, the music while he's finding out his friend's dead mm-hmm. is far too happy. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's all like, he's, he's still can, it's still kind of happy thing because he's watching naked, well, semi-naked well, yeah, girls. Say, there's a tear coming down his eye, but he's getting a big boner at the same but time. But the music doesn't like go to Oh, Ken, your standard sort of TV, oh no, bad news thing. Ken, we've changed the tone of it. Nah, the happy music keeps going. And he's finding <laughs> out his dead, his, his friend is dead because of cocaine rupturing in his stomach. Oh. And he's like, yay. Oh, shit. Um, which, I think this, does this cure first flashback to Vietnam? Yes. And Robert is there. Yes. Why would he be there? Yes. Spoilers. Out of nowhere. Oh. For um, what that scene's maybe two minutes long. He says maybe four words. Over and over again, though. And you're just like, oh, okay. Well, we'll see where this goes. But I mean, I don't know how big he was. I mean, but here's the thing. Speaking of big, he was the guy who owned the store in Big, right? Yes. He was the maitre d' in an episode of Columbo. Yeah. These are the only two things he was in where he was a good guy. Yeah. Everything else, he's an asshole. <laughs> so as soon as he appeared, I went, huh, it's Robert Lozier. Like, I knew his name. Oh, yeah, it was me, me too. Now, right. You know me, I never know anyone's names. Yeah. Yeah, I instantly recognised him and just went... So, hey, spoilers, when it turns into people going, I don't know this guy, look at that photo going, it's Robert Lozier, <laughs> yeah. over and over yeah. again. It's like, if he's, if he's in this, he's not just... Again, he didn't happen to be on set one day and went, hey, do you want to be in this? Here you go. Be a boss of these people in Nam. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, was going to turn out to be the bad guy. Oh, oh. And mm. also, he seemed to. I'm sure it's not the case, but he seemed to do it because he was like, "Why did you leave me?" Because he was a commanding officer, and he told them to leave him. I know. And the terrible and thing the, is, they go, "We came back. You were gone. You twat." Yeah. yeah. 
Anyway. He was off doing blow with the fucking Vietnam. Moving on. Um, Magnum's mate's sister turns up. Oh, yeah, Alice, played by Pamela Susan Shoop. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in Halloween 2 and a couple of Night Riders. Mm. There you go. Uh, then he visits Cooley again. Yeah. Moans about scrambled eggs. Get shit with that. Scrambled eggs, by the way, is that yellow shit on your cap, apparently. Uh, <laughs> um, killers follow Magnum. One of them loves ice cream. And for his love of cold treats, he dies. Yeah, but yet again, as he's like, they're on the phone going, right, we've seen him, what we're doing. Uh, yeah. Kill him, cool. And as they start following him, yet again, the music cues are weirdly happy. Yes. <laughs> we know shit's coming. It's like oranges and the Godfather. As soon as there's happy music <laughs> on Magnum, shit's going down. Maybe when there's ice cream, I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Ooh. I mean, I'm not watching anymore, but I was going to until I'm, I looked at those intros of the yeah. next episodes. Now I'm not. Oh, well. I was tempted to. I say twelve ninety nine for the first season pass. It's not bad. Well, doesn't it but, go down once you buy some? Because if it doesn't, you're getting ripped on Amazon. I can now well, buy. I would assume so. I can now buy the full season for about nine pounds. But yeah. I was like, I mean, I saw some clips. Honestly, was, yeah. it's not giving me the boner that this I pilot think, gave me. Again, I'm happy with this. Let's just stick with these memories. Yep. Yeah. I don't want to uh, Louis the Lilac episode of Bloody Magnum ruin and everything. Exactly. So, and I bet he Milton Bell does turn up at some point. Oof. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Dick Van Dyke ever did a Magnum. No, but I've, <laughs> I've told. Did I tell you? Did I tell you this? What? They did crossover episodes of Magnum. Mm-hmm. One with Simon and Simon. Okay. Right, but this one is mind blowing. One with Murder She Wrote. No, and oh, Magnum did. and Jessica Fletcher solving a case together. I want to see her sliding over the bonnet of the Ferrari. <laughs> Just ducking behind it as bullets fly. Drop kicking Higgins. Oh. oh, that's a point as well. When they're shooting at Magnum um, in that car, yet mm-hmm. not a single bullet hits that Ferrari. No, but they, they hit a wall nearby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they show the bullets come out. You see the squibs going off yeah. and it's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. But still. It's because it's like, a pilot, they can't okay, afford to wreck a Ferrari. Yeah, they're just shooting wildly. Oh. Um. Oh, yeah. When Higgins is hiding inside, right? Uh, the guy the guy dies. Yeah. Magnum goes home. He walks in. Higgins is waiting in his room, right? Yeah. But his shirt is weird now, and it looks like it's waxed. Oh, yeah, because it's shiny. Yeah. It's. Yeah. If you told me he was wearing a leather beige shirt, I'd be like, yeah, I don't understand why. It was the 80s. That was definitely a thing. But, um... Then uh, Magnum phones his mate Rick, who runs a club and dresses like Rick in Casablanca. Are you on the second episode, right? No, no, this is the end of the first episode. Well, because I was thinking as well, um, there was before... During the car chase thing, though, just Mm -hmm. go back a second. When they enter the tunnel... Yep. The fuck goes on there? Because they go in and he just he puts. There's a sign on. that says lights. Yeah. So he puts his lights on. And then they shit themselves. Yeah, and they don't put their lights on. They're really scared of the dark or something, but they they seem to shit themselves. I think it's because they feel like he knows he's being followed, right? Actually, they've been firing guns. At this well, point, yeah, right? so he better. Yeah, not much might of not a, be very good. Not much of a private detective. If you can. But what I read is he knows he's being followed, and they're nervous. That he's gone in. See, I would have done some sort of turn my lights off trick. So yeah. they went past or something. Yeah. And then unloaded bullet after bullet into the bridge. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> That's probably why they're nervous. Because they think he's a, me- a loose cannon like me. <gasps> I wonder if we can find the pilot of loose cannon. Remember that? No. What was that guy's name? Max. Max something loose cannon. Oh, it was terrible. I, I love that show as a kid. Hold on. Yeah. Max... Loose Cannon. Max Justice. Max Monroe. Loose Cannon. <laughs> I was close. What? Oh, Max Monroe. Yes. Is there a theme tune to him? I don't have much data left. <laughs> Not even the, the theme tune to the TV series. Just a theme tune to him. Yeah, just him. Let's have a quick gander at this. I don't know. 
Oh, that's not good. <laughs> it needs to be harder. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, talking of what she said. Um, in the scene where Alice doesn't leave, uh-huh. that she's now using a shower, right? Oh, yeah. And then they come out and they have a bit of a kind of flirty thing. It's not often you see a scene on TV where someone gets wetter after getting out of a shower because she is gagging for it. <laughs> it's it's not that, though. It's when she says that she's loved him since she was like a schoolgirl or like 12 or something. Yeah. And that's why he rightly puts her to bed. <laughs> He's like, right. <laughs> You're drunk. You know what you've been drinking? Well, yeah. You're lusted up. Yeah. Stay away from me. Yeah. Oh. Um, that mango's been sitting out too long. It's fermented. You're, you've, you're pissed off a mango. Get out of my face. <laughs> So yeah, that happens too. Yeah. Then he phones Rick about meeting up with the Snow White. Snow White, thank you. Yeah. And then you get a quick Nam flashback to find out that Rick is in the back of the chopper with TC. Yes. And that's pretty much the end of the episode. Pretty much. Of the the credits of the first episode, and mm-hmm. um, see so it's on the IMDb as well. It was at this point I just went. Where the fuck is Judge Reinhold? <laughs> because it says he's in the first episode. He is not in the first episode. Well, he, Technically, if it is like... No, no, the they cut it in half. Yeah. Because theoretically, yeah. if you, you can't have that argument because if we only watched the pilot, yeah. we wouldn't watch episode two. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, I was disappointed that he didn't show up. Even to the point where I was going, did I just not recognise him in the background of one of those Nam like, flashbacks or something? Where the fuck was he? Uh, um... My first note, when I realised there's not many notes for the second episode, Mm -hmm. my first uh, bullet point is that I mentioned Larry Minetti's hair again in the credits. (laughs) Um, Um, Then moving on to 19-year-old girl runs all the coke in Hawaii. Yeah. Got good business acumen there. Yeah. Well, I I was kind of surprised by that. It was a bit odd. What's the, what's the drinking? I mean, okay, she's dealing coke. So <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, what's the drinking well, laws no, in Hawaii? Are they different? That's they why his 20, bar 21? is supposed to be like Casablanca, right? Yeah. So he lets anyone in. Yeah. Fair he lets anyone in to the point that TC just stands the you know the good side of a two way mirror and screams at how he wants to fuck women. Yeah. At one point in this episode, <laughs> in a very unacceptable manner. <laughs> Even yeah. even Orville is like, fuck this man, and <laughs> leaves. And it's his club. Oh. Um, it- yeah, TC and Magnum fly about all over the place and eventually get shot at. Yeah. That is how to kill some time in a second part or yeah. something. <laughs> just- like, literally, just two men sitting in a helicopter. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, there's also the fact they go, oh, well, can... It's disguised as a Navy boat or something, but maybe it's can- as a Navy boat and they're using it to run stuff. Now... The guy that was killed was in the Navy. He was picked up by a Navy guy who then killed him and framed him or whatever. And it's only now, in the start of the second episode, that Magnum kind of goes, now maybe there's a connection to the Navy in this. Yeah. (laughs) Like, for fuck's sake. He died on a naval base. How else did they get in? Exactly. (laughs) Security's going to be pretty tight in a Navy base. So maybe somebody who was already in there, who had clearance to get in there... Killed him. Jesus Christ. We've gone from watching what is supposed to be the world's greatest detective to now can Magnum P.I. He's supposed to be a good detective as well. I mean, you but say that. He, he's not. We've never seen him on a case. I mean, we have now. Well, this is it, yeah. And it's not really going that well. Though, uh, we'll get there, but hold on. Yeah. So, uh, Nam flashback. Yeah. Uh, they leave Robert Lozier to die, but that's not important. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Um, Magnum breaks into the Navy barracks to see the files. Right, yeah. Judge Reinhold is there. Yes, finally, finally eating fried chicken like you oh. do. Yeah, he's enjoying it too. Yeah. Um, yeah. there's lots of um callbacks to the lock picking from the first episode. Here's a thing that comes up again later on. Is at one point we see behind the Ferrari with Tom Selleck sitting there. Mm. Now Tom Selleck's a very tall man. He's very tall. His head is sticking out of that Ferrari. Like a good, like you see the top of his head, a good three, four inches or whatever. Mm. 
And then later on, we see him in an even tinier car. <laughs> and I'm like, what he was, I mean, I heard about Ken, how Ferrari's, like, I think it was in Pretty Woman where they're saying it's easier for a woman to drive it because the pedals are close together because it's quite small. Yeah. It's a sport. He's struggling in Hawaii. That's all the tiny cars they've got. Oh, I feel sorry for him. Yeah, because at one point we, we, we brushed over this because it's not really yeah. important, but the guy leaves in his Porsche. You know, yeah. the, the naval guy leaves in his Porsche yeah. and he, he looks in his rearview mirror and smiles because he's got away from, like, he's going at high speeds. And then Magnum, much like Pee Wee Herman, Herman at the beginning of Pee Wee's Big Adventure, just cruises past him as if to go, let's go for a drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy looks like he's doing a thousand miles an hour. It's like, I think I wrote Anthony Day about him at all, and he was kind of important to the plot. Well, he wasn't, because he went, if I find anything out, I'll tell you, and then he was gone. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Magnum picks a lock to hide, yeah. and it turns out that uh, he instantly walks into a room with a corpse in it. Who, well, who is, yeah. That corpse has been there two days, yeah. according to the voiceover, which is insane, because it's a military barracks. Yeah. You'd think at some point someone would do some inspections. He's like high up there as well. He's like one of the ones in charge of the barracks. Yeah. Somebody would have noticed he's not there. Which is why at this point I thought, oh, Healy or whatever. Is he in on it? Is he the one that's yeah. done him off? But he's never really seen it again. <laughs> he's never mentioned. In um, fact, she uh, gets into trouble, but just goes, well, your name's written on a curb. And gets away with it because yeah. he's a fucking idiot. Some point out the... Um, the other bad guy who turns up again. Oh, yeah, we, we didn't mention that he's uh, following Higgins yeah. because he left in the wrong car. Um, he's now, we're, I suggest that he's wearing a blue shirt to honour his dead friend from the first episode. <laughs> like, he and, lives and, on. And Higgins is wearing a double-breasted jacket three sizes too big for some reason as well. <laughs> yeah. Mm. He looks almost like a hand puppet. Also, I, I'm comfortable. I mean, I'm guessing Hawaii is going to be quite hot, right? I mean, even at night, yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe that wax jacket we keep talking about, maybe that was just his uh, sweat. Yeah, <laughs> just glistening through. <laughs> um, yeah, so what have we got up to now? Um, uh, TC and Rick go to save Higgins. Yeah. By causing death. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's another way you can tell this is in the 80s. He's got an Uzi. <laughs> He's got an Uzi. And the weird thing is, though, even TC goes, where did you get that gun? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh, some coke guy left it in my, my bar. I kept uh, it. Oh. Fake ending. Magnum goes home. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he goes, oh, fuck, I know who the killer is. <laughs> yeah. Obvious, and he goes to meet Robert Lozier at the uh, airport. Yeah. <laughs> which would be a lot easier to catch the guy if uh, the two women he was having sex with in the pool didn't just shout his name out. Well, no, he never grew into having sex in the pool because he found out his friend was dead. And I'm guessing... That's how you forget about it for a while. I don't know. I think you'd be preoccupied. Yeah. He got in there. He's professional. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he puts the eye in... Lotion P- on the skin. <laughs> he puts the eye in P.I. or something. I don't even know what that means. Surely P- he puts the P, P- in P.I. Uh, <laughs> he puts the P- uh, both the P and the I in I penis. The, I put the P.I.ness in those two girls. Oh. <laughs> Oh. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like that we got to the point that he puts the P.I. in Pinus. Yeah. What? <laughs> anyway. So the killer was Robert Lozier. Yes. Obviously. And Robert Lozier proves again that he's the bravest actor of all time because he's willing to die in a public men's toilet. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't care how much bleach they promised they were putting in that toilet beforehand. No. They're like, no, we want you to fall to the floor dead. And he's like, uh-huh. And we want you to go under the sink. Right. I'm not what? doing I'm not doing that in a public bathroom unless that is a new build and it's the first day it's been opened. That's what I'm saying. And even then, it has to be like seconds after the ribbon cutting. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's I'm the it. first one in. Yeah. Though um, I do like when he falls over, because I, I didn't think any part of his body, like in my mind, any part of his body touched the floor because that three-piece suit. Yeah. Because when he dies... His hand does sort of curl up to like stop it touching the ground, but it's too late because his other hand has been touched. He was straight yeah. up, hands on the floor. Yeah. And see, here's the thing: if you are going to kill members of your old squad mm. and you don't like them because they dumped you and they're all arseholes, you dumped me. Yeah, <laughs> well, dumped you in Vietnam. Yeah, just 
maybe don't wear their squad ring anymore. I think that's... I don't know. Why does Magnum take it? Well, dead guy's not using it. I think it's a case of, well, you don't deserve this anymore. You're not part of our squad because you killed one of us. After I said it, I did think about the you don't deserve this, but I don't know. Is he trying to cover his tracks so it doesn't look like a straight-up killer? Thinks so. He's maybe taking Dan's one as well. Get a collection. DC and Orville, but watch the fuck out. He's gonna have a he's gonna have an infinity gauntlet of those <laughs> squadron rings. Click, ah! click his finger and he's back in them. <laughs> Screaming. Oh, I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> oh no. Oh. Why would I want this? Why would I want this? <laughs> oh right arm's dead. Here's the thing. Yeah. I know it's you know what do you call it? The flashbacks to Nam. Yes. Nam ended in 74. Yeah. This is 80. Yeah. So it's minimum six years ago. So we're supposed to believe this massive, like almost Jesse, the body Ventura version of Tom Selleck, yeah. is, <laughs> is supposed to be 28 years old. No, no, because he does say it. Because this is, this is the line that upset me, right? Because I... Started thinking about my own life. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'm comparing myself to Tom Selleck or anything. That would be ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and that he was asked why he quit um, the the Navy. Yeah. And he realized, he said he was 31. Mm-hmm. And he realized he'd never been 21 because of when he went into the army. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, oh, fuck. Now, I said, I am not comparing my work within hotels to the Vietnam War. Um, or the the navy in general I just kind of went shit I'm 41 and because of working on night shift I was never really 31 I've wasted a decade of my life in this fucking business no you wasted two decades of your life in this business I've not been in hotels two years no no I mean I have so how have you not (laughs) 12 16 ish I mean, by that point, I'd round up. No, no, no! I definitely, I'd, I'd jump off the roof. Um, what are you going to do in four years? Then? Well, I'm not going to do much when I jump off the roof either. It's not that high. <laughs> Just get break a leg or something. It's do that thing uh, like in Jam, where you crawl back in, and throw yourself off again. <laughs> oh. I would rather throw myself off a one-story building a hundred times than off a hundred-story building once. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw yourself off a really high bouncy castle and see if you like it first. Nice. Uh, bouncy castles are dangerous, though. So, as the producer of Magnum, yeah, would you go to series from this? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. This is. Um, I was not sure what. I mean, I remember liking Magnum, but I say it's been what, thirty years since I watched Magnum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, fond memories. Couldn't remember a single storyline from any of them because it's about ten. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, this is as soon as that theme tune started up, which is dummy is not the theme tune for a while. Um, I was just like, oh yeah, this is this is good. This is the shit. And yeah, two episodes. See, it does suffer a bit. Like obviously, they split this up, so the second half mm-hmm. does suffer a bit from um, second episode syndrome. Should we say? Yeah, but maybe but this is like what happens with all TV and we haven't paid, paid even, attention before. But even then, this is slower paced and stuff as well because I think it's just saying, well, why mm. need a slower paced life? Because it it's nice and shit. We can take it easy because fuck it. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Ken, our Ken drug kingpins are 19 years old. Oh, <laughs> rules are different here. Their boyfriend's um, a gold magnate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot he was all going to be. Oh, the Ken. Oh, I was sitting there thinking for a while going it's gold code for something have I missed something here it's no. those uh, <laughs> just gold it's those no. bars of gold as in the chocolate bars sort of like a caramel with biscuit gold. in the middle <laughs> um, fancy I've got, I've got a why do you only buy caramel in pharmacies it's weird yeah. I've never eaten a caramel in my life I don't think oh, they were gorgeous and then they started making caramel buttons and then they they were everywhere Ooh. I like it when it's hard never, to get. I don't know something about a camera. I just never fancied it, so I just never had one. I like sucking beige. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to camera. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I've got some little notes about the other people in the... Um, well, actually, about all the people in the thing. We've got Tom Selleck as well. Yeah, hit me. Um, 83 credits. 
So, um, probably most famous the kids these days as uh, the Doctor dude from Friends. Um, I don't know. He's still in Blue Bloods right now, right? I think that's thing. People like um, the Blue Bloods, but I think uh, I don't know what Blue Bloods is. I never well, my sister Blue watches Blood. it. Um, so if there's something with Jesse Stone in the title, he seems to be involved in that. He's written six Jesse Stone TV movies and produced ten of the Jesse Stone movies, and he. I, I believe he plays Jesse Stone at the moment. So I don't know what that is. But he done tons he's done tons of it. Here you go. Blue Bloods, which has run longer than Magnum. There's two hundred and there's hundred and ninety nine episodes so far. Mm. Um but the lead is not Tom Selleck. Ooh. Who the is lead, lead is Donnie Wahlberg. Oh for fuck's sake. I'm never watching that. <laughs> I refuse to <laughs> a Wahlberg money. Oh. Um, yeah. Let's see, we've got John Hillerman as well as Higgins. Mm-hmm. Sadly, no longer with us. He's 48 in this. So, so, yeah, cause, I like to say he's seven years older than you. Because he was 30. Uh, Tom Selleck was 35. I'd like to say he's five years younger than me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I said, I. He's got uh, 72 credits, but the only other thing I really knew him from was um, he was one of the Howard Johnsons in Blazing Saddles. So I don't remember that. I mean, yeah. I remember Blazing Saddles. I don't yeah. remember he's in it. Yeah. Um, Roger E. Mosley as Theodore T.C. Calvin. Um, he's 42 years old in this. Okay. Uh, 69 credits. Nice. Um... <laughs> <laughs> child <laughs> um, he writes an episode of this later on um, called Missing Melody called TC and the Honey Bear <laughs> yeah that's that was there in 86 and he also directs an episode called Dream a Little Dream in 84 mm-hmm. um, he was Coach Ricketts in Hanging with Mr. Cooper Coach Ricketts. Coach Ricketts. That's a terrible name. And he returns to the Magnum reboot in in one episode, A Kiss Before Dying, playing John Bookie. Please be TC's dad. (laughs) Um, Larry Manetti, playing Orville Rick uh, Wright. Rick Rickenbacker Wright. Um, He's 33 years old in this. Fuck. (laughs) Oh, I know. He does. He looks... He has had a ancient. hard life. Yeah. I mean, at the beginning, I accused him of being a 58-year-old man. <laughs> that, that picture in his basement looks fucking amazing. Though. Holy crap. <laughs> He's a reverse fucking... He had to bury um, it in a coffin underground as well. 56 credits. He also plays Reverend Myron Bentley and Charlie Chaplin at some point within these... Um, 158 episodes of Magnum. I'm sorry, he plays Charlie Chaplin plays... in Magnum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know which episode, I can't remember. But that is on the credits. He plays I mean, Charlie Chaplin at one between point. Between the Murder, She Wrote <laughs> episode, I think there's some really fucked up episodes of Magnum, honestly. Oh. Um, so li- most lately, um, most lately, lately, he's been in six episodes of the new Hawaii Five-O as Nikki the Kid DeMarco. Well, as we all know, that's a... Uh... A side call to new Magnum as well. Yeah. So, so uh, there you go. That was that's all the supporting cast really, just the regulars. How long did Jag run for as well? I feel Jag ran for like fifteen years. Yeah, for a chunk of time. I mean, I reckon uh, between yeah. new Magnum and old Magnum and NCIS, they they've never been off TV. Ninety five to two thousand five, Jag, mm. and NCIS is just obscene, right? Let's bring that up quickly. NCIS. Yeah. 2003. Still on. Jeez. <laughs> 16 seasons. <laughs> oh. I mean, the the new one, as I called it, <laughs> with Scott Pakula. Yeah. Started in 2014. It's been on five years and it's still on. Can they not tie Quantum Leap into this as well? Hmm? Can they not tie Quantum Leap into this as well? Well, you know, they couldn't, so they brought him in as an NCIS. Yeah. We want all the family together, they said, so they did. True story. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, no, uh, my mum and Heidi say hello. Hello! Oh. So. 
Yeah, so... I mean, it's basically... There's a couple of solid thumbs up, not that we really do thumbs up. And that's not really good for a, a audio podcast, is thumbs well, up. Can, you can't really see. Thank you, you can hear that. That was two thumbs up, that's it. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm no. getting good rhythm now. Just stay there. No, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> It's not Islam. <laughs> um, oh no, we don't have a sign off anymore. We don't know what we're next week. We're doing Parks and Rec pilot. The pilot, as like, always, like cheese it, wheeze it, pilot. No, no. <laughs> it's best to come up with a short notice. Leave me alone. I know, Pontius Pilot. <laughs> oh, that was um. That was what the yeah the director of this as well. He did something about he's done a lot of like Jesusy type stuff. I mean that's fine. But I didn't write that. Down. I think I just remember that reading that the other day. Jesus. Damn. It was like a six part mini series into Jesus. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Uh. I'll make up the six part thing. I didn't read that much. Indeed. Um. So yeah. No, that was that was very enjoyable. I'm glad they made eight seasons of it. Even um, though we're never going to watch any no, of them. No, it's fine. So, uh, yeah, until next week. Uh, oh, oh yeah. rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. People keep saying that, and we've never said that. So you no. know what? We're going to say it now. Yeah. Rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on those social medias that, I won't lie, I never use. So it's much like following <laughs> I, a brick. I just want a bit Or a work, half an so, onion in a bag. Yeah, I just want a bit work, so probably not the best follow, but eh. He moans about work on this, I just cut it out. Sorry. that's all all I do I either watch pilots or I'm working and considering we've only been watching pilots for a week it's a sad tale for a 41 year old man (laughs) so until next week when we uh, watch Parks and Rec which you can watch I believe right now on Amazon Prime yes Um, until then okay lads in two in two three five